Perak Bey's Mishnah Something which the derech is, that when you sell it, you measure it in bulk measurements. For example, tevua, grains. But one time you sold it in a smaller measurement. You sold it, you sold, you sold it in smaller quantities. So then tefela daka lagasa. The halacha is that dino ki'ilu nimda b'midah gasa. We look at it as if it was measured in the bulk measurement, and it's exempt from giving it meiser for the mai. And so to the other way around, something which is normally you sell it in a smaller measurement, for example, kidneys, legumes, umadadah b'gasa, and then one time you went ahead and you sold it in bigger and bulk measurements, tefila gasa l'daka. So then we give it the halacha ki'ilu nimdat b'daka as if it's measured in the smaller quantities. That's chayiv in ma'isus because of the mai. And here we, we explain the Mishnah according to the Girsa of the Rambam. Um, and according to his explanation, Reb Meir is coming to be cholik, coming to argue on the chacham of the previous Mishnah. Because in the previous Mishnah we learned the chacham went always after the midos and measurements. The one who sells b'gasa in bulk. So even I feel even something which normally the derech is to sell it in smaller measurements, we said that he's exempt from demai because his profit margins are very very small, and the other way around, right? We said that one who's selling um, things in small increments in small measurements, so there the the profit margins were larger. There you're obligated in demai. It doesn't matter what the item is that you're selling. It's what are you doing? You're selling in bulk. You're selling in smaller quantities. And what could be the katana was also in smaller quantities, obviously, is Lubichayev and Meiser for Demai. Whereas a mayor, he's coming to Holich Acher Hadavar Hanimkar. He's going after that which was actually sold, like we just explained. So he's actually going to come and argue on the Chachamim. That's going to be the explanation of the Rambam. However, there are those that have a different gear set, this is the, the Bartanura and others, they learn like this. That which the normal derech is to measure it in smaller measurements, and then he went ahead and measured it in bigger measurements, or the other way around. So here, Meir is not coming to argue on the previous Mishnah, rather he's coming to add. We always go after the measurement. Even something which is normally sold in smaller quantities with higher profit margins, if you measured it and sold it in bigger quantities, then we give it the halach of the sitoni, right, that we said in the previous Mishnah, that pata, that you'd be exempt from giving mice for the mai, because we look at what is actually taking place, and so through the other way around, this is going to be in the Bartonur's version of Remer. So two different lear- ways to learn Remer. Either Remer is arguing the previous Mishnah, or he's coming to add on the previous Mishnah. Says the Mishnah further, So what is considered a midagasa, a bulk measurement when you sell things in bulk? So be yavish in dry things like tevua, grains, and peros, and fruit. It's shloshes comments, three kav, which is half a sa, about six liters. Ubalach, things that are moist, things that are liquid like wine and oil, it's dinner. It's a measurement of something that's sold as a dinner. Hanimkaris, uh, but dinner. Something which is sold for the measurement of a dinner. Okay. Abyosi, or Abyosi comes to say, Salayatin and baskets of figs, salayat up and baskets of grapes, kupos, shalyarik, and uh, boxes of vegetables. Anyone that sells any of these things, kosmanchu mochen achsara, as long as they're being sold achsara. Achsara means omet, an estimate. Meaning, you're not measuring it, you're not weighing it, you're estimating it. Achsara is a, is a Greek word. 
It's uh, understood as Bli Medida without measurement. And some explain Achsara is Shein B'mechirasa Elay Rebech Lehef said there's no profit, there's no loss when you, when you sell these items. So anything which is sold to Achsara, Pater is exempt from giving Maisa for the Mai. Because you give the same status as one who's selling in bulk measurements where either the profit margins are very, very slim, or over here we say that Achsara is there's no loss and there's no profit. So therefore you'd be exempt from giving Maisa of the Mai before you sell that product so that you can get whatever you can get out of the sale. Now that's also taken into account that you have to take off the Maisa for the Demai. All right, that concludes Parak Beis. Parak Gimel, Mishnah Aleph. Ma'achilin es ha'anim demai. So you can feed the anim demai. Famous halacha. Because since most amaratzim, they point out here, rov amaratzim actually give off meiser properly, the whole dakana of demai was only just a shunzi in and of itself. And there was a chachamim were lenient by anim, by poor people that's permitted to feed them demai. We can assume that they're getting, you know, produce that was meiser appropriately. And some explain that they permitted the anim to eat demai in order to make the mitzvah of tzedakah easier for those that are giving. So that when you're giving, you even give to the aniyam from your demai, and you don't have to give from your actual, you know, um, well, certainly you'll give from all your, your produce to the aniyam, but you could also give from the demai and make the mitzvah of, of tzedakah easier for you. And that's ha'achsanya ma'achilam demai. The achsanya, you can feed demai as well. So what's the achsanya? Some of our should explain this referring to the soldiers of the king that would be passing from city to city, and was placed upon the residents of that city to be finance them. And they had the same status as, a, as, as an ani. They had no homes, and therefore you would feed them. And others explain Achsanya as regular guests. And the point here is that the Chum were lenient for these aniyim, for these guests, for these soldiers, because the midst of tzedakah, to permit them to eat from demai, to encourage the mitzvah of Achsanya's archim, and to make it easier for you to host them and to feed them. So we give you the mitzvah. That you, uh, so therefore, we were lenient. They don't have to take up the mai when you give it to them. Uh, even if the uh, the anim, or, or I guess the soldiers as well, are a chavar, so you'd have to notify them that what I'm giving you is the mai. But those don't want to take up the mai once, once they receive it, they can do it. And those that don't, they definitely have what's rely on you and they don't have to. Okay. Rabbi Gamliel, Hayamachla as Po'al of Demai, Rabbi Gamliel would actually give his own workers to eat Demai, because they were Anim, they were poor. But Allah does not follow like Rabbi Gamliel, because since he was obligated to sustain them as regular workers, so it comes to he's paying a, a debt that he's already chayiv to them out of Demai. You can't do that, it's forbidden. So Allah does not follow like Rabbi Gamliel. Well, others, others explain that Rabbi Gamliel. He wasn't feeding. No, certainly he was feeding them uh, according to what he has to be feeding them as their workers. But he was giving them a bonus meal. The bonus meal is coming from Demai. So the Kivin Shenasulahem Bateras Sadaka. He's giving them this as a, as a gift. So therefore, of course, he's permitted to do. It's not a problem. Demai is permitted to give them Demai to eat. Okay, different ways to learn this. Gabai Tzedaka. The Gabbai Tzedakah that would be collecting uh, food for people in the neighborhood to give it over to the Aniyim. So, what you would do is, is uh, that which the Gabbai Tzedakah would collect from, the, from those that are trusted on Maishas, and he knows that that which he's receiving was Maishas already. So, go ahead and take the Gabbai Tzedakah would give it, give it to the Aniyim or the Amaratzim, who are that they're not taking off Maishas, give it to them, because therefore they're already receiving something which is Maishas already. 
And that which the Gabbai Tzedakah receives from men that are not believed or trusted to take off Mises properly, and really their produce is Demai, so then the, the Gabbai Tzedakah should give it to the Ma'asa, give it to the Aniyim, who are Chaveirim, or very careful with Mises, and therefore they'll take off the Mises when they get it. And what you should do is give them a little bit more than you normally would to compensate them for the Mises that they're going to remove off of this produce. And then Tzuk says, Beishamah comes out, Kol Adam. Everyone's eating Maisid produce. Right? It's a great solution. And the Gemara explains the reason of Beishamai. Shecholkim, they argue on the Tanakhama. They hold, You cannot feed an Ani the Mai. Therefore, you use this resolution, and everyone ends up eating produce as Maisid. It's a great solution. The Chachamim and the Chachamim say, No, Gleven Stam. You collect this in general. From everybody, you collect it all in one basket. Because um, if you start collecting them in two baskets, one from you know the, the Maisert stuff and one from the non Maisert stuff, now Amaratsam are going to see, hey, look, you know, you're you're uh, you're you're you know you're you're, you're assuming that we don't give off Maisert, you're putting us in a bad eye. They're not going to want to give at all. And it comes out, you could be Mafsadaniyim of Tzedakah that could be going to them. Therefore, the Chalm are arguing, they said that no. Just collect everything in one basket. Mechalkin stams, just give it out to all the Niyam equally. Those that want to give up mice from their portion, give up mice. Those that don't, they have what to rely on. So the Chalm argue on Bishamai. And with that, we'll hold it over here for Mishnah Aleph.